Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into Mondays with Matt. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. As always, as we talk investing, finance, and retirement with Matt Starkey from Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. And we're going to talk about the great resignation. If you're not familiar with this term, you might have heard it on the news or something. But it's been this interesting thing going on the last few months, people leaving their jobs and whatnot. And we're going to talk about how it might impact you if you're doing this or maybe a loved one if they're doing that or someone that you know is considering or has done this. So we're going to talk about this in just a second. Matt, what's going on, buddy? Welcome into the new year. This is our first podcast of 22. Hey, Mark. I'm doing well. How are you this happy new year? I'm doing pretty good. Did you have a good new year? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, it could have been a little better. My uh, my football team uh, lost <laughs> their bowl game pretty bad. So uh, yeah. yeah, but they, you know, they're Big Ten champions this year. So that's, that's exciting. Other things in the news are it's currently snowing and a balmy 19 degrees here in <laughs> at the Michigan. Time, yeah, the time we're doing this, yeah, it is uh, it's a little chilly. But yeah, we are, we're going to get into this stuff and we're into the new year. So we've got some good things lined up coming up in the next few podcasts. So make sure you subscribe to us on Apple or Google or Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. You probably get the uh, this out in the email or something like that from Matt or you might have found it whatever way you found it. But you can uh, find it and subscribe to it and all that good stuff at Matt's website, Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Dot com or just search Mondays with Matt in whatever podcasting platform you use. So with that said, Matt, let's get into this. Have you have you heard this term? Have you been seeing some of this stuff about the great resignation? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. yeah, the great resignation having to do with lots of workers for yeah. whatever reason, taking a break from work or maybe they're retiring early. But yeah, um, yeah this, this, this fall, they've kind of been staggering numbers as to how many people are walking away from work. Yeah, big time, right? Not going back. Yeah, 4.2 million people quit their jobs in October of 21. Uh, some more since then, but based on the information that we're working on here, that's a lot of people. And this is not downsized or, or uh, you know, uh, forced out. This is choosing to step away because of whatever reason. You know, when we think about some of the pandemic stuff, Matt, you know, people, you know, certain jobs, uh, you know, obviously the fast food industry, some of the lower paying jobs, people were feeling very overwhelmed or being in contact with people all the time. They just, you know, it's kind of somewhat understandable. We've, we've continued to see worker shortages for months and months and months, but these are also higher paying jobs or people that are closer to retirement that are saying, Hey, I, you know, I just don't know if I want to go back. Uh, I've been using my brother as an example. He's 63. So obviously he's old enough to qualify for social security, but his mm-hmm. plan called to wait till full retirement age at 67. And he basically said he's been working from home like many. And he's like, you know, if they force me back in the office, I think I'm going to leave early. So he would be part of this group. But if they allow me to keep saying working from home, I'll continue to work till 67. And so that's, I think, where a lot of people have kind of been falling into this interesting category of if if this happens or this happens, I'm out, right? Or if this happens or this happens, I'll stay working. So I wanted today yeah. to kind of talk about some you know, kind of takeaways for things you to highlight for us as if you are thinking about resigning early, what it could do to you. Absolutely. Um, it's going to definitely have some impact. So you got to be aware yeah, of that. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it is, it's interesting to ponder why are people leaving? And I know with, in the last couple of years here with the, with COVID and right. the, the stay at home gang, um, a lot of people found that they could do business other ways. And some people are getting even into uh, online you know, side professions, maybe, if you will, 
but I've had, you know, people that are kind of getting fed up with just some of the rules and restrictions that employers have made, or sometimes it's uh, maybe the requirements. And then we're also experiencing society. I don't know if you've seen it, but, you know, I've seen these videos of people just being rotten to the people that are working. Oh, yeah. It's like, why would I go back into that environment if people are going to throw their stuff at me, if they're mad or upset, or if they're going to, you know, give me a hard time as a waiter or waitress? Um, We've seen a lot of just bad behavior in society, and it's really discouraging in that sense. But um, you you understand sometimes why people don't want to go back to work is oh definitely in a service yeah. industry. Why would I want to re- why would I want to wait on these people? Why would I want to assist these people when yeah. they're being so not nice? They're being cruel. Yeah, no, we we definitely have a case of the the bad attitudes for sure. And I and I get it. Everybody's been very stressed for a couple of years, and it kind of snowballs. And what I found interesting about some of this information, though, Matt, is it's those kind of low you know some of those types of jobs, and those are typically jobs we think of for younger folks and things. It's not just that. It's people with good paying corporate jobs and things of that nature, like I said, that are that are walking away or that are frustrated or that are burnt out. Or uh, my own wife is, you know, her job, a lot of her job was travel. She loves her job, but she's super frustrated by the fact that she can't do her job properly because she can't go anywhere, right? Uh, yeah. So a lot of the places she's supposed to go, they're actually overseas flying to different countries and there's they're still, you know, closed off to America or things of that nature, depending on what country it is. So it's a lot of really interesting stuff. So I thought we would kind of talk about, again, like if you're in that position where let's say you're 55 or, or 60 or 52 or whatever the case is, and you're thinking, you know what, you know, this or this thing happens and it goes the wrong way, I, I'm done. I'm walking away. And mm-hmm. and maybe that's fine for you, but just take, you know, keep some of these things in mind that we have on our list today. Does that sound good? Yeah. Let's talk about those things. Okay. Um, yeah, but real quick while sure. you're yeah, while yeah. you're talking is is yeah I got a um, another client who's professional in the last year that um, just decided to step away. Mm-hmm. Um, they found that they were working from home for a good year and uh, waiting to get called back, but they found that there wasn't a lot of satisfaction with the job itself. Yeah, right. and exactly. she found that she really enjoyed being in the workplace with all of her coworkers was was the big thing. Right. And then you're kind of like weighing, okay, do I love those people? Do I, how long do I want to be around? Do I want to go back into that environment? Um, yeah. you know, um, and, and is the job really satisfying for me? Um, it may, might be better off that I find something else that's a little, it's a little bit more along the lines of my passion yeah, and exactly. that I can do. So uh, it makes sense, this this um, great resignation. So yeah, let's let's go. Uh, let's talk about that today. Yeah, let's do some key um, takeaways. Yeah. What so, is the impact? Yeah, what is the impact? Exactly. Walk away. Yeah, exactly. Well, the first one I have on the list is taking that break from Social Security. Uh, look at it, think about it like for the ladies out there, right? A lot of times if, you know, when they step away from work, let's say uh, to have children, right? And, and maybe, you know, maybe you do the just the initial, you know, maternity leave, but some, you know, some moms will want to stay out for the first four, five, six years of the child's life so they can raise them at home, right? Well, that has a huge impact on what happens to their Social Security later on in life, which is one of the kind of conversation pieces we always have. Why, you know, that and the wage gap is why men tend to have uh, the higher Social Security incomes. But if you're choosing to walk away, let's say, Matt, in your 50s, right, like if you're part of this great resignation, these are your prime earning years. This could have an interesting, uh, a pretty interesting impact to your Social Security numbers. Sure can. One of the things that you you mentioned ladies, but um, the ladies are actually one of the ones that take the most time off of work. And right. when I, when I say that, it's usually like you mentioned, um, there's, there's things that take them out like parenting, right. Um, becoming a mom. 
but also um, taking care of their parents in that sandwich generation. True. And so this this can take a good chunk of your time away from work. And when you're away, uh, we, we're not having those social security wages accumulating during those times. So yeah, this is a big impact because if you're within, let's say, 10 years and you're going to walk away and you're going to do something different, mm-hmm. it's going to drop off your your income either entirely, all you know, altogether if you walk away from that job or if you uh, step away for a few years, it can really have a significant impact on your average wages. Which they do that, the uh, the 35, right? They do the 35, they do an average of your 35 highest earning years. That's how they calculate that. They do, yep. yeah. And so a lot of people, if they were going to retire early, this is a big thought to have because it, let's say you do step away at 55 or 58 years old, you're not eligible to receive social security yet. Mm-hmm. And um, you have maybe income from other sources or a pension coming up, but good chance that you're, you're going to step away from your normal taxable wages. And uh, when you do that, keep in mind, it's like like your 401k, it's it's going to not have those monthly contributions anymore. And your social yeah, you're not security, feeding the beast, right? Yeah. Your social security is going to do the same thing. So the statement that you get is always an estimate of your benefits if you continue on to make the same wages that mm-hmm. you're making right. through social security age. So keep that in mind. It's just an estimate. That's not a guaranteed benefit unless you you keep up your taxable wages during those those years. So. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, you have to have the 10-year minimum to even qualify for Social Security, 40 quarters or whatever. Uh, yep. and, and that's probably not going to be a problem if you're in your 50s. But again, for some of the ladies, maybe it was. Maybe you stepped away for a, a number of years and then this has happened or whatever. But really, again, the big impact is if you're in your prime earning years, which many of us are in our 50s, uh, you're now not you're really cutting into that average of the highest 35 earning years because you're, you know, you're taking away some of that money that you're not putting in during this time when you're making the most money you've ever made. So just make sure you're considering that because it's going to have a big impact to your social security. And while social security might not be the be all end all, it could be a huge you know, chunk of your retirement plan, especially if you do decide to walk away early. And Matt, you mentioned 401k. So let's go to that one. Um, the takeaway number two from this whole thing is the 401k isn't just a rainy day fund. There's an interesting stat about how many people have been borrowing money from their 401k since 2020. Yeah. The statistic on that um, is is a little bit concerning. Yeah. Uh, 30% of people who have at least $50,000 in their retirement accounts took out a 401k loan in 2020. Mm-hmm. 30%. That's pretty massive. So yeah, that's very massive. We all know what happened in 2020 with the coronavirus, and there was a lockdown, a shutdown of pretty much the entire economy for at least uh, a couple of months, several weeks of to slow the spread. And then all of a sudden it turned into greater lockdowns in certain areas. So right. uh, people were stretching, people were doing what they had to do to survive, and uh, loans became one of those things. Um, you know, some people will ask, well, should I take a loan from that 401k? Just, mm-hmm. just beware. I mean, you're, you're, that's a, a a place to go. It may not be the best place for you. So if you got to get into that situation, just um, call your advisor, call us, and we'll um, walk you through that. But it is, it's a loan against your 401k. And the only way that that's going to get paid back is through, again, coming out of your wages, your, your deferring contributions. And that's generally how you pay back those 401k loans. So yeah. if you step away while you have a loan and you can't pay that loan back, oftentimes what will happen is if there's not enough money to cover that loan in the 401k, then you will, or you're not paying it back, then you're going to get 
penalized and taxed. Of course, the IRS had some waiving of penalties for, for, for reasons of taking the money out. But I always say, don't touch that 401k. That is, that is like gold to you because that is the asset most people will contribute to and don't think about. But there's also a huge IRS penalty. Yep. And then you got to pay tax on that money too. So if you're going to be in need of a loan, almost never, and I would just put it in your mind, don't ever touch that 401k. That's for retirement. And it's so hard to get that money back. Um, I've seen people do it over the years and regret taking money out of their 401k. Well, we've seen a lot of people, to your point, there's the loans, but some people have just been saying, hey, you know what? I'm just going to do it. It's my stopgap uh, while I'm stepping away to whatever you know the next the next position is going to be uh, you know it's kind of my stopgap and so they're taking this loan yeah, to your point now that you know the IRS gave us some breaks in 2020 but not in 2021 so if you you know if you're taking this money before 59 and a half you're paying the taxes you're paying the penalty and you're also the big thing is you're losing the compounding of that money let's say let's say you're 52 and you took this out and you're planning to you know skip out of work for a couple of years till you find the right thing or or till things blow over or whatever your your kind of viewpoint is you go back and you don't start building it back up for another five or six years. Well, you've lost five or six years of compounding money for retirement, right? So don't just yes. kind of view that as that rainy day fund. And since we're talking about leaving Matt and leaving jobs and maybe transitioning or maybe waiting a couple of years and then finding something else, make sure that if you do take the 401k with you from the old place, right? Don't leave that joker behind. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta watch out. I mean, nobody's watching out for you. You gotta watch out for you. <laughs> exactly. Definitely don't um, borrow from that 401k. Yeah. To your last statement, so many people lose the purchasing power or the earning power of their money Mm -hmm. when they take a loan out of the 401k. Why not take a signature loan from the bank? And it's not impacting your accumulation of your assets. I mean, use your brain and think about that statement for a second because you do, you lose so much. And if you lost out in 2019 or 2020, or even currently in 2021. I mean, the market has returned so so awesomely double digits. And if yeah. you miss out on those earning years, you're really cutting your foot off here for retirement and it's not a good idea. So definitely avoid that 401k. Yes, when you leave that employer, again, the your your assets are left with the old employer's plan. A lot of people do this and sometimes the fees will eat you up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yep. the crummy investments. A lot of times employers <laughs> right. select 401k plans because Number one, they get dissatisfied just like you and I, if their advisor's not talking to them or they're not educating the employees or something like that. So right. a lot of times they're chosen by the person that they deal with, you know, in who walks in their door and, and is trying to talk to them about a 401k. Also, the, the, the those investments in the plan may not, may not be the best. So you want to definitely take a look and see, is this the best place to get a diversified portfolio? Uh, these target date funds, I've, I've talked to you about you know, those before, I don't mm-hmm. love them because they're managing based on a date, not on your personal circumstance or not on your personal uh, date for retirement. So there's a lot, if you put your money in a target date fund that you're just, you're trusting somebody that you don't know to manage the investment. And when you're ready to take your money out, you just hope that their investments aren't losing currently. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're pulling your money out at the wrong time. So you got to be careful. Yeah. If you're leaving the employer, usually you can either... Um, cash out that money. You can... Of course, cashing uh, out is probably not the, the best move either, right, Matt? You either want right, to roll that into like an IRA, or if you go to a new job, do a custodian to custodian, roll it into a new 401k. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if you cash out, you're going to pay taxes on the money. And um, generally, most people don't want to do that. The other options are 
rolling it over to the new 401k plan if you're changing employers and you have to check to make sure they accept incoming rollovers. Mm -hmm. The other option is, uh, and most popular is rolling it over into an IRA that's uh, outside the 401k plan, but it's not taxable yet because it keeps the money tax deferred until you're ready to use the money. And then also gives you more investment choices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. 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 So there's a good reason to take a look at all of these. Okay. Um, and so, um, yeah, so definitely use and use the advice of uh, somebody like myself or your financial advisor, because it is important how and when you take the money out. Yeah, um, and you want to make sure that you're not also leaving your job or taking that, that 401k money out at the wrong time where you're going to lose the benefits in the long term of the yeah. compounding. Well, let's let's finish it off with the fourth takeaway, Matt, and that's really just a couple of bullet points here about it, it kind of feels like in some ways, you know, this great resignation does seem a little bit tailor-made for those early retirement dreamers, but there are a couple of bullet points to be aware of. So again, let's say you're 59, 60, whatever the case is, 58, you know, 62, whatever you want to go with, right? Whatever you're at and you kind of feel like, you know what, I'm going to use this as the reason to go ahead and bounce early. Just keep in mind there are a couple of big things that could impact, you know, your because you're now you're adding more years to your retirement because we're all, we're all living longer, and so now you're magnifying and multiplying the compounding issues of retirement early. So give me the four kind of big takeaways to keep in mind if you decide to retire early. Yeah, if you're going to retire early, you want to keep in mind that um, if you if you are under Social Security age, that um, you're not qualifying yet for Social Security. So if you're walking away and Let's say you're 58 years old and you're walking away. Yeah, from four the job. years. Yeah, yeah, you got four years to take early Social Security. Uh, so, and then you might have to say, well, you know, it, depending on if you're single or married, we can work out a strategy for that. But you got to cover your income for those years, mm-hmm. and you're not eligible for Medicare yet. So you're, you're 65, gonna, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're going to have healthcare coverage concerns, which is the second step. Is yep. pay attention to healthcare. You want to have a plan formulated that you have your expenses already planned out, how much it's going to cost to keep you insured until age 65 and Medicare then kicks in as your primary. If you're using um, that 58 as an example, Matt, I mean, that's, you know, uh, five, six, what is that? Eight years, right? So, I mean, seven years. That's seven years. That's, yep. a, that's a lot. That's a lot of money to fork out to cover your medical coverage. So it is. And some of, some of you have done a good job and you saved sure, for retirement and sure. you're ready to step away and that's okay, but make sure that you have a plan well in advance. Yeah. We're just know? talking about some deficiencies, right? Exactly. Yep. So a is you won't be able to qualify for social security yet. So mm-hmm. make sure that you're aware of that and you have income to uh, get you there. And and then that's going to kick in and uh, maybe you do have a pension, but uh, if you have a pension, then that, that'll probably cover your health care too. So uh, second, uh, letter B would be um, health care coverage. That's right. what we just talked about. Then tax efficiencies. So you gotta you, you want to pay attention to, um, as we mentioned before, um, taxes, you, you know, yeah, you're going to pay less in taxes, but it also can affect your social security. And we want to make sure that the, the income pots that you're drawing money from to get you to social security, are they taxable or are they tax-free? So if you don't have tax-free investments in your plan, uh, there's a very good chance you're going to need more money. If you if you need $60,000 a year to live on, um, you're going to have to factor in, if I take $60,000 out of my IRA, I have to factor in tax. So I'm actually going to need more than $60,000 in order to cover the hump there. So make sure and pay attention to tax efficiencies. And then Plan on income gaps. Uh, again, we talked how that how does that work with your plan, with Social Security and the pension? Uh, is there going to be a gap in your income, or maybe you and a spouse? Maybe there is a short gap, and we just have to cover that from our investments. We want to make sure 
that your standard of living isn't going to suffer uh, if you're stepping away early. So the only way to avoid or address all these is really to sit down with your planner and formulate a financial plan to get there. And uh, it's really not difficult to do. It's about a four-step process, and I can help you walk through that. So definitely give us a call. We can walk through and cover the those uh, four items. And if you're ready to resign and take a walk from work, well, it's definitely available and there's many opportunities to do so. But again, you have to design your plan and uh, yeah. hopefully while you're designing your plan, you are planning to, to, to enjoy those early years of retirement while you're young and healthy and you feel good. So. Yeah, just do it smartly, right? The big thing is just to try to do it smartly. Don't just get frustrated with the situation. Obviously, life has been very frustrating the last couple of years. Uh, just make sure you're doing things smartly. And you can do that, as Matt said, by reaching out and having a conversation with a financial professional, an investment advisor representative like himself at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Call Matt, 989-401-2949. You can find all the information at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there, Mondays with Matt. Thanks for hanging out with us. We always appreciate your time. Matt, my friend, I'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Sounds good, Mark. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, hey, if you ever want more advice, just definitely check out our website and under the podcast section. You can listen to lots of our advice and information. Um, and if you are serious about retiring, let's talk. Absolutely. So have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.